Boo. Happy Halloween, y'all. I scared the fuck out of you. Black Arts in a Podcast coming back at you. Yep. Fletcher joining me as always. Me. Mr. Whitehead. Um, if Ian's out there listening, he's going to be so happy because we went to Jolly O England for this. Yeah, we watched a, a right good one there, mate. And uh, we really did go English with this one because it's BBC adjacent. Yes. Uh, we watched a movie called Ghost Watch. Which was from uh, the ancient year of 1992. Yes. And, um, well, I guess we'll tell people it is a precursor by seven years to the original Blair Witch Project. What? Like, it it predates that. It's it's a precursor for that type of film, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Of is it real, is it not real? Oh. <laughs> At the time when this aired on TV, people were like, what the fuck? Even as a kid, I knew the fucking Blair Witch Project wasn't real. Yeah, I know, but this had that phenomenon, because a lot of people did not know. The... Now, granted, if I if I had grown up over over uh, you know, across the pond... And I was accustomed to watching the news. I knew who the I knew who the news people were, and then I saw this shit happening with no preface. Yeah, or coming in late, just a couple minutes. I would be fucking horrified, right? And uh, I could totally see this traumatizing a bunch of people. Yeah, a bunch of you know kids because I, I I can still, <clears throat> I mean I don't remember their names, but I can still remember the people that were on the news when I was a kid, like news. News anchors. And oh shit. yeah, yeah, um, like totally. But imagine the, the, your local <laughs> news anchors being like, "There's a fucking haunting going on in a house in the city," and now we're choosing Halloween to do a special spooky broadcast. Yeah, in a. I, I guess yeah. I just wanted to point out that apparently the fa- the guys that made the Blair Witch Project are a big fan of this movie. I could see it, and uh, I guess this was just like predating that or whatever nearly a decade yeah of that phenomenon because i guess in 92 not as many people would have access to the internet as they would have even in 99 but i do remember when the blair witch project came out there i remember hearing adults talk like was that fucking real or what i mean <laughs> if you're someone who didn't have the internet in 99 <laughs> that I could sounds totally... like some stupid fucking adults man oh yeah but i mean that, that happened though i mean that was a thing at the time i know i mean i know it was a big part of the marketing but i mean this i mean i'm sure the bbc came out afterwards oh yeah they did and said hey you know this is all just a dramatization and they probably legally had to say it before they aired it yeah i, I think the thing was at the time when it aired cause it aired right after the news a lot of people missed that one little opening credit part. Yeah. Where it just had, like, written by, and people just were coming in after dinner or whatever, after the other news, and were like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, this, I, I like, I would tr- attribute this less to the Blair Witch thing that you're saying, but more to, like, War of the Worlds. Yeah. It, when it first aired, people went, fucking pe- people insane. fucking killed themselves Hells, over yeah. it. Which, I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to kill myself over a potential nationwide haunting yeah uh but yeah i i i don't know this i could see where someone might get freaked yeah no i i would yeah I, I would be freaked out especially if i watched this as a kid like oh I, i'd be fucked yeah apparently it scared the shit out of a lot of children yeah in england um but yeah all these broad all these well-known bbc broadcasters are playing themselves during it and we didn't know that till we started watching it either. 
Yeah. Because I just thought, we thought it was like a really cool, when we watched the trailer a couple weeks back. I, I thought it was going to be a recreation of like an old segment they did on BBC that was just like, you know, notorious. But no, this is just a story that someone wrote and was like, hey, BBC, will you film this like a newscast? It's like a really great like a mockumentary. Like a telethon. Yeah, like a telethon, televised mockumentary all in one. Yeah, and it was pretty genius. I like. I don't know why I've never heard of this before. Yeah, I never have either until you had brought it up to me about a month ago or whatever, and now we're, we watched it the other night, and now we're doing an episode. Yeah. The last night we watched it. Um. Well, no, I didn't bring it. No, we were... Uh, we, I think we were just scrolling through Tubi, and I yeah, think I clicked. You told tra- me about I it. I clicked though. a trailer up though, and was just like, "Holy shit!" I thought you'd heard about it from someone on YouTube or something. No, nah, because it seemed like after that, I started watching uh, some of Ryan Hollinger's shit and noticed he had a video on it. And I purposely did not watch his video, okay, because I wanted to watch the movie after seeing the trailer. Um, but yeah, it's just them. Uh, you no, know, having a normal nightly broadcast, broadcast. And they have guests and shit, and they cut from in the studio back to the house that the supposed woman is contacted the BBC about being haunted. Yeah, they've sent like a news crew, and they're they've got they've got like a news crew for the inside, and they've wired the place up with cameras. Then they have like you know a separate newscaster outside, you know, kind of. Working the crowd, getting stories from the neighborhood. And- yeah, and then like the main broadcasters, like, hey, you know, call, just call into like we've got like twelve people over here banning the phones. You know, call in, tell us your ghost stories, tell us what you think. And uh, as the viewer, you're seeing what you're seeing. I guess the inside of the of the house of the haunt, the supposed the haunted house, and uh, you start catching glimpses of something of yeah. somebody. And then you've then the you know the people on the uh, man the phones are so they're like hey yeah we're getting uh, reports that people have seen shit like on the know, broadcast and they're like oh okay we'll just roll the roll the footage back and we'll watch rewatch it and uh, you see pipes yeah pipes is the name of the ghost that the little girls of this family have given him the name pipes yeah because the mother tried to play it off as oh it's just the pipes making weird noise noises. like central heating and air and shit and so the the youngest of the two daughters is like oh it's pipes Any which time. she said central heating and air and i was like i don't well i was like maybe if they have an oil pump or something but i was like, i didn't think central air had pipes as much as vents yeah i didn't know if that was just a flub or a fuck up or what or i don't know how things work in england but Central heating or central heating and air I've had here never had pipes that I. I mean, I've heard of like wa- like water pipes and shit. Yeah, water pipes, but I was like, I don't know what that has to do with air though. Maybe they're just kind of mixing it all, and it's just you're you're trying to convince a little kid it's something something else. Yeah, yeah, that's all. And I And a little think kid's of. gonna just like first thing you tell it, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. That might have been just me being confused because I was like, I, I mean, I've had gas pipes, but yeah, I was like, my central heating and air had nothing to do with pipes other than there's vents. But I was like, those aren't pipes, though. Yeah. But, yeah, the BBC sends a, a news crew on the inside to kind of, like, hang out with the family and see if they can capture any spooky stuff. And then they've got, in the studio, they have... Um, doctor, host and a doctor. I can't remember Yeah, name. Dr. Pascal or Pesco or something. Um, she's, she's like, she's actually, I guess, worked with this family and has prior, you know, knowledge of them. And, uh, has, I guess, is trying to help them. 
kind of shed a more scientific light because they they end up contacting a U.S. scientist who kind of just talks shit. Yeah, he, he's the skeptic guy of the whole thing for the news broadcast in the studio. Yeah, which of course you would expect a news a news agency would you know you've got one ghost doctor let's have a science doctor yeah the kind of counterpoint make a dialogue yeah and I mean. I guess if you were watching it too, you might be like, this is bullshit, and then they have that guy come on. Yeah. Which I've seen that guy in other stuff that played the skeptic. I couldn't place him. He's, I want to say he's in one of the James Bonds, and he's, I'm almost for sure he's in one of the Jason Bournes. I think he's one of those guys that's like an American that lives in England, mm. and just plays an American when they need American for uh, like English productions. Yeah, I can see it. There's a couple guys like that. They're always in something... Usually something that takes place in Europe, and they're always just like the American guy when they need yeah, a fucking American guy in like Prague or some shit. Yeah. Uh, again, I just thought it was really cool that they had like the BBC people playing BBC themselves. Yeah. It was, it was a cool meta thing. Yeah. Before meta might become in the mainstream, if you will. And the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist, thank you. That's the word I was searching for. Um. But yeah, like I said, I've, I've just, I don't know how I've never heard of this. Yeah, and as much as I wade through the world of horror cinema. Well, I mean, we've watched a few horror mockumentaries on this podcast, like Antrim. Um, damn it. Um, the one we watched with Ian. I forgot the uh, Poughkeepsie Oh, God. Tapes. Oh, yeah, Poughkeepsie. Sorry, I knew it come back to me. Fletcher almost Poughkeepsied me because I couldn't remember it. Yeah, I had to do the, the palm. And did we even watch one more, maybe, that I'm remiss- forgetting? Uh, I cannot think. We may have, we may not have. Did we do Grave Encounters? No, we didn't. But or have I just talking- watched that too many times? Me and you were just talking about it earlier, I think. But I no, we've not done it for the podcast. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I guess you could kind of say Grave Encounters was a mockumentary. Hell House was, but we haven't done that for for this either. Yeah, I don't really want to do Hell House. That's fine. I was just saying that. that, that, That's one we've both seen, though, mockumentary horror-wise, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, the house that October's built, one and two. Yeah. I'm not sure. if I might have watched those on my own. Yeah, I think you did. I remember you telling me about them. I know what you're you're talking about. Yeah, they're they're not bad. So I thought you were saying we did it for the podcast. I was like, I don't remember doing that. Nah, I'm pretty sure I I just watched it one Halloween. But Um, yeah, the movie's definitely ahead of its time. But after War of the Worlds, which I'm glad you brought that up because I was sitting over here thinking about it too. Yeah. Um, Um, But you know, there's there's really no jump scares, which is good. Yeah, other than one that's actually played for a joke. But if you got scared of that, then... You probably don't watch any horror movies ever, period. Yeah, but the movie does a really nice um, kind of like foreshadowing throughout it, like little things. Like at first, the the like the first callers that are like, "Oh shit, there was a dark." Like go back to that last shot of inside the kid's bedroom that looked like there was a figure standing there, and you know it kind of did look like it. But then later on, once they're there in the house filming. They're like panning the camera around, and you're catching like you know how many people are in the house, but then there's just random shots or like in a mirror, or yeah. Catch it, catch it, the th- uh, pipes and the reflection. We caught him at least twice when we were watching it, right? Uh, I don't think we. No, nah, it was more than twice. We caught him one time in a reflection of a, a door, 
And then one time I was like, they swept a room, and he was just like there, colored of the wall of the burgundy wall, kind of. Yeah, I knew. I, I can remember those two times for sure. Uh, there's one where it's like uh, they're looking at the out. There's like a sliding glass window. That's one. Or I'm sliding about. glass door. That's the first one I was talking about. The reflection. Oh, okay. I want to say they show him a couple times. They did. I just remember we and caught him. Which we didn't. I, we didn't really pause the movie when we were watching to get a better look at it. And I don't. I don't know if they ever did. Like when they were sitting there reviewing the footage in the studio, I don't know if they ever like stopped and paused on it. Uh, they did that first one in the curtains, but then they explained it away. Yeah, which in the curtains you kind of get the silhouette, but then once you see them, see him in the house, it's. Yeah, like then you know. Yeah, but like setting it, setting up all the, the all the hidden little Mister Pipes throughout the movie with that first little oh it might be there at the fucking the the like the window curtain, and then um, there's a part where the little the eldest of the little girls starts uh, freaking out and she's got cuts all over herself. Yeah, and she's all wrapped up in her like she somehow got like one of her bed sheets like wrapped like super tight. Like I thought she had had, I thought she had made a noose. Yeah, but then later on you learn that there was a noose involved somewhere, and you just get little bits of the story from people calling in. In, like, the history of this house and a little bit of the area, too. Yeah, but by then, it's already too late. Yeah. Um, and slowly, this shit starts ramping up. And, like, around the middle, they get, like, a, oh, shit, the little girl was at... One of the little girls was actually over there just beating against the wall. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it was all a hoax. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, fuck it. Let's, you know... Keep talking but, to the guests that we have. Yeah, then we'll just wrap it up would... here, I guess, quicker than we were normally going to do it. And... Yeah. It did. It did a good job of like, and again too. I, I guess if you think you're watching this on TV in 1992 in England, you can't rewind it. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You have no way to pause. Yeah, and if and, and unless you saw the whole, I guess you know if there was something before they broadcasted it. Yeah, you, you wouldn't know. And I think as an adult, if I got home and was watching the news and saw the just even a smidgen of the shit happening. I think I would continue to watch. Oh yeah, probably freak the fuck out till like the credits rolled, yeah, or something like. Maybe start calling people like, "What's going on?" Yeah, because like this almost gave me like SCP vibes. Oh yeah, uh, just from how the, I guess really the, just the the end of it. Yeah, when it's revealed what's really going on, like it's not just an investigation. There's an ulterior motive that. I didn't think about it all. Which I guess the ghost might have thought it up. It, it seemed like the and ghost. used the children to facilitate it. Yeah. And they were just like, oh shit, we're going to get, we're going to, we're, everyone's going to see us. Oh yeah. And it just somehow like, like s- spreads throughout the TV screens and infects all of, all of uh, England. Yeah. It basically ended up becoming like a big seance. Yeah, which... They or kinda, the doctor figures that out, that, oh, shit. Which, if you knew that was possible, why wouldn't you think, the, hey, let's not do this on Halloween? Which I guess you could say... I guess she is, didn't realize it was too fucking late. Yeah. Like, it never you could tell it never crossed her mind. Like, her acting was great. Yeah. Whoever played the doctor. Yeah, she, she, was, she did pretty good. Um, and, and all the news people did good. I mean, I know they're not... 
you know, they are acting, but they, I mean, they were just doing what they normally do. Yeah, the yeah, but part. like they sold it well, like their skepticism and like especially the dude in the studio. Yeah, like uh, they just—I mean, they did their job, but you know, they never were like ever like tongue in cheek about it or like this isn't what's really happening. Like we're getting one on over on people, and they don't—they were never like, <laughs> yeah, they, like they. They leaned in really well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it, it was super effective. And even, like, the very end of it, when when the lights go out in the studio and it's just the main broadcaster left. Yeah. And, and he's just wandering around, then he starts quote, then he starts mumbling shit that the ghosts had been saying and people, other callers had been saying. Yeah, and I what I couldn't tell is at the end when his audio's going out, he says something about the teleprompter. Was that him reading the teleprompter and the ghost was putting it through the teleprompter? It could have been. Because that's how I, I took it, kind of. See, I took it the other way. I took it, he was slowly becoming well, a, a It was so hard to hear him. He said something like, the telly's still on, when like he didn't he, know what camera was He was working. talking about the teddy bear. See, which, I thought he was which the teleprompter. Is, which is some weird throwaway line that happens earlier, in the, like about midway through the movie. Because it, it, it basically, like, there was... They, they never give a time frame. I guess, like, I'm going to say the 1800s. There was a lady, uh, Mama Seddons, and I guess she, like, took kids in, off the, like, orphans and shit off the street, but she'd kill them after a while. And there's some legend about, oh, you know, you, you better go to bed. Or Mama Seddons will Or Mama Seddons will come and get you. And uh, I guess she must have died in that area. And then there was a... I guess they had, like... Rifled through all the records of who lived in the house. Yeah, the doctor had. Earlier. The doctor had, and had, I guess had studied up on the people, and nothing crazy had really ever happened in the house. And one guy, one social worker's like, "Yeah, actually, they were illegally uh, subletting a room, subletting a tiny little room to like a brother, like a mentally ill brother of, I guess, or nephew or something. So, yeah, it might have been a nephew. You're right, and just from." what you heard from that one caseworker, which they even say in the studio, they're like, well, you know, none of that, like, we, we, we can't check on that right now. We can't verify any of that. Yeah. Cause the guy refused to say who he was. Yeah. Moreover than just talking about some crazy shit that happened in the sixties, which led us, leads the viewer to believe that that guy got possessed by mama Seddon's. And then that guy killed himself in that house and they talked about how he was wearing dresses, and he would say that he felt taken over sometimes. Yeah, and I think he—I think even the social worker drops Mama Seddon's name. I can't remember, but he might have. Yeah, but I just know there was some caller that drops. There's quite a few. There was quite a few callers. There was a woman that called in that told the Mama Seddon's thing because I remember uh, Michael in the studio was like, "Well, our parents always do some mean things, don't they?" Yeah. Because, like, she was talking about how that much that always scared the shit out of her and her sister or brother or whatever. Yeah, then you have a... There's at least two callers, one early on and one, like, a little after the midway point, that talk about phenomena happening in their home. Yeah. Watch... And they're, like, they're home actively watching the broadcast. I like how one of those could have almost been red herring-ish. Yeah. Like, the dude who was, like, that thing fell off the arm of my couch. Or he said, he said it went flying... 
but he said he'd been hanging out or something with his friends. Yeah, so like him and his buddies had had a, had made, had a couple too many pints. He even said we'd had a pint or something. Yeah, so just some drunk guys. You know, up oh, my sandwich flew across the, you know, fell off the fucking. Oh yeah, my cheese and pickle sandwich. Yeah, but like that, then there's one where like someone's like, yeah, the glass table just exploded and fucked my husband up, and now there's and blood. all he did was touch it with his finger, and now there's blood everywhere. And my kids won't stop watching the TV and shit, and uh, like it really sounded like the end. Uh, England was gonna eat Ghostbusters. Yeah, because like as soon as that, as soon as the main broadcaster started mumbling the shit about the Teddy. Or something like I said, he's quoting something either the ghost has said earlier or one of the girl. I think the little girl. I think one of the little girls says the same line. But I didn't. I didn't even think about him reading that shit off the teleprompter. Yeah, because it's when all the electronics start fucking up. It's really low. There's cameras just moving across, it, but there's still like there's wind blowing in the studios, and pe- people have abandoned the studio at that point. Yeah, it seems like England just got mass possessed. Yeah. Because he was looking for the camera, and then I thought he said the teleprompter's still on. And then he said the rhyme or whatever. It, it, was so, it, it was something about a teddy. And I was like, oh, shit, the ghost is in the electronics now, too. I just assumed the ghost was in him. Yeah, I mean, it could be either way. Because she did say something about poltergeist and electricity at one point. Yeah. And, um... Which, I mean, I want to say I've heard that trope, too, before in, like, creepypasta and horror stuff, too. Yeah, because uh, I guess you know fluctuations in electronics and well, like, just like electrical things could be could mean there's a ghost around in like possession and stuff. Too. I, guess, I guess ghosts are on the electromagnetical f- field. Yeah, I mean, wasn't we didn't we watch something where the ghost did get in the TV or something, or started fucking with t- the TV to communicate with the people? I'm, or what is that? Is that anything? I might be misremembering. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like that that trope's it, been used it before. Do, it does it um and uh fucking the poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah. Was... And probably poltergeist too. Or maybe all three poltergeists. I don't know if they pull the same T V gag every every time. Every one. But uh do you want to rate this one and get out of here, Whitehead? Uh I'll give this I give it five out of five. Five fish and chips out of five fish and chips. It's, it's a yeah. really good movie. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, just because um, until I find something that predates this, even as far as like news broadcast or televised broadcast, because it's like fictionalized, fictionalized stuff. Because uh, like I said, predates Blair Witch by like seven years. Yeah, and and then I know. War of the Worlds, but that was radio. Yeah, um, I mean, still the same. Still, still concept, absolutely. But yeah, I, I but yeah, like, I, like yeah, I've got to give it a perfect score because there's there's nothing about this movie I did not like. Yeah, um, it's just a great movie. It's on Tubi. Yeah, free. we found it on Tubi for free. For free, go watch it. And I, the only reason I'm giving it a nine is because you know I knew it wasn't real. I wish I could have actually experienced this like on the fucking news or the tube or something. Yeah, it would, it would have been the immersion. Pretty we, wild. I, we lose just that little bit of immersion, not much, but just a little. Y- yeah, but uh, yeah. Fuck it. You want to get out here and go uh, do a seance or something, man? Yep. All right. Well, peace, everyone. Adios.